This is the Wealth Standard Podcast, the gold standard in all things financial. Hey everyone, this is Patrick Donahoe. Welcome to the Wealth Standard Podcast, and this is episode 197. And today we have an interesting, interesting topic, right? We're going to talk uh, about something that just took place a few days ago, which was the uh, commencement speech. Was it commencement or was it yeah. the, yeah, it was. Oh, uh, I, it's, I, I guess that's what they call the graduation. It is yeah. a commencement speech. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, put on at, at Harvard by Mark Zuckerberg yep. and uh, it was in, it was really interesting. And so he brought up a lot of kind of controversial subjects and we're going to approach uh, a few of them from a different, couple different angles. Well, over the next couple of weeks, because this is blowing up in the news, there's this whole kind of universal currency or cryptocurrency, and so we've got Connor Boyack coming up next week. That's right. Yep. Of Libertas, uh, a libertarian institute. It's a think tank, and mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. They, those guys blow my mind. Yeah. So he's going to be coming up next week. We're going to talk about um, Elon Musk and Tesla. We're also going to talk about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, Ethereum. And they, Yes, which is wow, that was weird, right? And then, yeah. uh, and then we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk today about Zuckerberg. So it's yes. all these guys in Silicon Valley that we're spending some time with because yeah. they they tend to be uh, shaking things up right now. Yeah, and that's and it's a it's a good thing. And at the same time, it's going to cause some disruption. But before we get to that, we wanted to remind you that it's just three weeks out from our uh, annual summit, the Cashflow Wealth Summit. Yeah. And so make sure if you haven't registered yet, go to cashflowwealthsummit.com uh, and their registration's free. Uh, we do have a, a few other packages where you can get some signed books and uh, access to a few other goodies. Uh, yeah. But primary registration, well, based registration money, is free. For sure, for sure. So it's a, it's a really cool event. It's all online, completely virtual. And so you, know, you don't have to leave, go anywhere, you just essentially register, and then the presentations will be uh, will be done live through a very unique uh, platform, web platform. You so, can uh, you can attend a summit in your jammies with your some jammies. popcorn without uh, without having to fly anywhere and book a hotel room. And this stuff is priceless stuff from guys mm-hmm. that are titans in their own industry, yeah. and it's a variety of things. Because cash flow, when you think about cash flow, the definition of cash flow, mm-hmm. it's kind of different for everybody depending on where you're at, even at if you're in a different stage of the same industry. Yeah. yeah? Yep. So we have all kinds of different guests coming in, especially the Rich Dad Advisors, the Robert Kiyosaki guys, Andy mm-hmm. Tanner, mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Wheelwright. They're coming in to talk. And, Garrett uh, Sutton. Garrett Sutton. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of them coming in. And, Kenny McElroy. Holy cow. Yeah. They're like the Commodores or so many of them. <laughs> the Commodores. Wow. There's a lot of Rich Dad Advisors. <laughs> That's awesome. So anyway, yeah, we're going to get them all in, and, and uh, it, it's going to be a wealth of uh no pun intended a wealth of information yeah sure. i mean there's there are i think 12 different investing topics uh when it comes to real estate there's some alternative investments in there uh there's some asset protection there's some estate planning i mean there we really but cover a lot of subjects that, there's also stuff that you can really get into the weeds on some of these things and there's also stuff like podcasting and yeah, yeah we have podcasting um, we have uh just marketing in general mm-hmm. because the these days Writing. Yeah, essentially marketing is is huge for for any any business. So, anyway, it's going to be it's going to be really awesome. This is our third year doing it and this year we're going to take it to the next level. So, mm-hmm. it should be uh should be fun. So, make sure you go register cashflowwellsummit.com. Hey, it's free. Why not? Cool. It's free. All right, dude, let's talk about some of the points in uh in our our friend, well, our friend 
Mark, our, maybe our imagine, love imaginary cat. friend, Mark, I, Mark Zuckerberg. I, I love this cat. The, the, yeah. the things this kid's been able to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, um, I guess, depending on where you're standing, kind of stepped in it yeah. with his Harvard commencement mm-hmm. speech with this, uh, they call it UBI. Yeah, so it's the uh, universal basic income. This Correct. is, I mean, and this, it's not his idea necessarily. He definitely... Uh, advocates He's it, an right? advocate and of I can. It, yeah. We'll kind of get into why in just a second. But you also look at, you know, Pierre Diamandis. He is very understanding of it. I mean, even you know, Elon Musk. One of his biggest fears is is automation, right? Is yeah. you know the and same thing with Bill Gates. There's a lot of concerns with guys that are really on the cutting edge of technology, where they look at really what the future of our world looks like, mm-hmm. and it's and it's automated. Whether it's transportation, whether it's construction, whether it's, I mean, really anything. Uh, and if you really think about it, can can be automated in theory. Now, will we get to that level? Who who knows? But right now, there are a lot of labor jobs that are in jeopardy. And labor jobs meaning, you know, a, a Starbucks, um, res, res, you know, there may not be Starbucks. What are they called again? Um, a barista. Barista. That's right. That you're going to have e baristas. I only know they're baristas because I refuse to go anywhere but the bikini baristas. So, bikini, yeah, they wear bikinis. Oh. So, hey, I mean, what a way to wake up, at right? Star- at Starbucks? No. Oh. No, they're highbrow. Not not my kind of Joe, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm kidding. Like, you'd have that in Utah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bikini I baristas in Utah. Yeah, so, so it's one of those, like, you know, McDo- I mean, McDonald's in Japan already has it where there's just kiosks where you do order. They have them here. Yeah. And then you have the yeah. technology as far as self-driving cars. You have, you know, drone technology, even for airplanes. I mean, well, a lot of it exists. Now, how it will come to fruition doesn't you know timing is another issue but at the same time they're all basically saying that it's inevitability right anyone who's listened to the wealth standard for a short amount of time knows i have a radio background i was in radio for years and years and years talk about technology ruining radio yeah uh it went from djs being live and local 24 hours a day to a thing called voice tracking where a guy would go into a production room and he would voice track is what they called it his entire show and they would pay him minimum wage so he went from making a very healthy income, 60, 70K a year for like a, a nighttime shift, mm-hmm. to making minimum wage for an hour. Yeah. And the radio company still made more and more and more yeah. money. Yeah. Now, you can't fault them. That's technology. Yeah. That their but also, job is to make but also a supply and demand issue, right? Because right. when you increase the amount of uh, marketing platforms, right, right. whether it's uh, web based or whether it's email, whether it's social media, uh-huh. that takes away co- that takes away essentially market share from radio advertising, which is a traditional means yeah. of advertising. So right? you have almost like a perfect storm. Yeah. So you have technology changing yeah. the way people broadcast, but you also have technology changing the way people listen to yeah, broadcast 100%. through through digital technology and the internet. So yeah. technology is changing virtually everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Samsung putting out uh, refrigerators and apps so that you can actually see what's in your fridge mm-hmm. while you're at the store. Yeah. That's just, I, I mean, if that kind of technology is changing, then what are, what are, what's it going to do to labor yeah. jobs? We also have, sex? you know, if there are staple foods that you don't have, then it'll automatically order from Amazon. And it'll yeah. just show up. So it's one of those things where you, you, it's really cool to an extent, but at the same time, it's going to displace a lot of work workers. There is kind of a seedy underbelly to yeah. it of people losing their jobs. Exactly. Right. So the, the idea, and this is... You know, we're talking generally. I mean, I don't know specifically what his what his feeling is on the subject, how he would execute it. Right. But his his basic thing is there are people around the world that are are suffering, really not able to keep up with this huge kind of exponential curve when it comes to innovation mm-hmm. uh, and progress. And so, mm-hmm. basically, the universal basic income is to give uh, you know essentially a basic level of income to those who are displaced or overtaken by technology. 
Yeah, right? that's, a, that's the sentence, idea. In a sentence, it is a guaranteed paycheck mm-hmm. for everyone for life. Yep, everywhere. Yeah, which and, is terrifying uh, to me. Well, it it, it depends. You look at really the the intention, and that's I think noble. he because I think he looks at him. I mean, again, I'm just this is totally like totally a theory but you look at mark zuckerberg and what he's achieved mm-hmm. and he wants to give back there's this kind of law of reciprocity right the more you receive the more you want to give and i know he he looks at well i want to give back i want to do things that are going to help those that maybe not they may not have the same privileges uh, opportunities etc that i've sure. had and so it sounds you know very very noble, noble. right and i look at his intention i'm, I'm it, and i don't think the question's that like it's just most really left-wing social issues the mm-hmm. core of it is very noble yeah. all of these things are noble yeah. right but they don't work most of them yeah. don't work yeah so how would i and we've maybe talked about this before i mean welfare is welfare is welfare and you look at really the nature of a human being and yeah. there's never going to be a, a perfect system okay but you really look at human behavior and how people thrive mm-hmm. and it's a specific environment where you've had the most amount of progress now it's never it's never perfect right mm-hmm. there's always going to be friction well, there's that's always like going to be thing right there pain. it'll never be perfect yeah and you're never going to avoid it and yeah. but really looking at the idea of you know poverty or those that you know live in third world countries and how you know they're not privileged and we should you know give them give them things we should you know provide welfare mm-hmm. it's ne- it's never worked right and it, it kind of goes not, against not, humanity little, may, I, I would say at a cer- to a certain degree it works but not to the degree of self reliance and development yeah maybe from a short term standpoint yeah right right but really look you're right okay from a short term standpoint I think you know. Uh, there are some that need You're, you a helping may, you hand. may succeed in staving off death or providing a certain level of security at a very basic level for sure but you got to be very cautious yeah. right because if you go beyond a certain whatever that time period is it starts to have massive diminishing returns because human beings i think we're wired to be self-reliant mm-hmm. and the instant you know we're talking about adults here but the instant you are you know, essentially giving up that nature of self-reliance for somebody else giving you a handout, supporting you, mm-hmm. you you lose a sense of humanity, right? Because human beings are meant to thrive in a specific environment as far as I, I'm concerned, right? And that environment is trying to figure it out. It's, you know, the, what separates us from like a dog, right? Or a, or a chimpanzee, mm-hmm. right? Is our ability to use our mind to figure out our lives, yep. right? We don't have amazing- I, I thought you were going for- for the fork but yes you're right it is it is no well, that's absolutely it's, true well it's how do you, it's how, again it's how to use your environment how to use matter that exists you know everywhere to create something mm-hmm. but unless the environment is a specific way you're never going to have the ability to use that mind right because what happens is you're not engaged at the level you would be had you have you know, if you had to survive and i think your intellect goes in a different direction it's not like you lose your intellect but you're smart enough to go hey i'm being provided for why care? Yeah. I don't need to care. I don't yeah. need to be afraid. For sure. I don't need to endure fear and challenge. Yeah. I've got this right here. So why should I? Yep. And, and so that's a very bad place to and be. And this might not be a great example, but I think right now, you know, we're really seeing how education, right, is not necessarily uh, the, the value of education or, you know, how much it in, uh, influences somebody, how much yeah. it changes them yeah. based on what it costs to, to pay for, right. right? What that price, that price is. You know, you you look at 
you know how much it costs now it's the prices continue to to skyrocket yep. and the level of educa- education can be argued that it's kind of going down to to an extent just because of how fast moving uh society is oh i've got all kinds of blame i can pass around there yeah. student loans are probably the, the number one trillions and trillions of dollars you know you have universities making all time their record record profits but the level of it, education it's because of student loans though it, it, yeah it right? is and so my point is is let's say you created a different environment for those student loans right let's say okay here are these student loans, right? You essentially have to carry a B plus average or else they're getting called. Yep. Right. Or you placed some sort of like a string or contingency or something that had to be done where the environment is, you're going to lose something, Mm -hmm. right? If you don't uh, perform, right? So it's another thing too is, you know, you look at welfare programs, right? We have a lot of welfare programs in, in the United States. Okay. And you look at, you know, really those that are you can categorize as as not privileged or have hard times. Yeah. Looking at welfare, I would I would agree that maybe on a short term basis there's there's room room for that. But that's but what on it was a long term for Pat. That's, I know. That's that's originally it was just enough to get you to the point where you were back to being self reliant again. Yeah. And th- and this sound I mean this might maybe sound so inhumane, but I think it is the most humane thing. Period. Yeah. Which is if you cut somebody off. Okay. They go to work. They're they're gonna go figure it out. We're meant yep. to figure out survival. Yeah. Right. And when we're not given that ability, you rob a person of one of the greatest things in life, which is mm-hmm. figuring out how to live, be self reliant, based on you, not on the merit of somebody else. And you know, I think it I think it's important to note too that we're not we're not calling people deadbeats. We're not yeah. saying that if you fall into this trap you're a deadbeat. It happens to good people. Yeah. You lose your job, you become yeah. reliant on the system. For sure. Then you start telling your things psychology creeps in and you start telling yourself things oh there there are no my job is not out there anymore Mm -hmm. i lost it to robots Mm -hmm. i don't know what to do and you don't get over that next big hurdle which is i have to go out and try because fear is an overriding factor Mm -hmm. i'm going to go out and fail why bother i'm just going to keep taking the the ubi for example exactly and that's again you create this net and because you create the the net people will not take really the risks that they should take to figure out what it's going to, you know, what, what they're about, how they're mm-hmm. going to live their life, how they're going to be the most productive, which ultimately in a sense uh, creates the most happiness and fulfillment, sure. right? which sure. I think we're all trying to, to achieve. Right. So that, that's the idea is you, you know, you look at, you know, what he intended to say and what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a sense, depending on how it's executed, I think there may be some instance where it could it could work, uh, but mm-hmm. you look at you know just how welfare programs have worked in the past. When there's no strings attached, no expectations, right? It never it never works, right? So one thing I brought up with you, which was uh, Kiva, right? Kiva is which I know, never heard of before until yeah, you brought it up. Yeah, so Kiva is one of these uh, microfinance, and there's you know back I think 2000 maybe six can or you ex- seven. Can you explain microfinance to people who may yeah. not know what this? Cause I, sure. I'm starting to get fairly yeah. versed in the financial space, but I'm yeah. this was a new one for me. Yeah, so it's so my next door neighbor, and I can't remember the name of their company, but he actually developed the software for a couple of, of uh, uh, the, so some countries third world countries use his his microfinance software mm-hmm. uh, but it's a pr- it's a profound profound concept so there was I can't remember his name but they won uh, the Nobel Prize in 2006 sure. for this very this very thing so microfinance is essentially giving like uh, micro loans small loans mm-hmm. uh, to um, 
you know, the whomever, right? Whoever wants a fifty dollar. We're you know, seeing small loans. You're talking like twenty, 50 bucks? 20 loans, fifty dollar loans, hundred dollar loans. So really, micro, right? Yeah. They're so really, basically, really what will happen is in these third world countries, they will they'll take a loan and they have to essentially pay it back. But what they usually do is they create kind of a community where there is uh, a sense of accountability. Mm-hmm. So if they're taking a loan, they're taking a loan as a group. Now every individual kind of gets a loan, yeah. right? But they're responsible so that they're uh, if if they don't one person doesn't pay back the group uh, is not able to get another loan mm-hmm. right so it's one of those one of those things where they create kind of an accountability structure mm-hmm. but what they'll do is they'll take these loans and they'll go out and figure out how to be productive with it so they'll mm-hmm. go and they'll go to market uh, and they or they'll you know use use it go to market buy whatever shoes shirts cell phones anything that and they then can they'll use go to create self reliance yeah and then basically. they'll go to you know a uh, 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 you know, a little community that's outside of the main kind of uh, urban area mm-hmm. and they'll, you know, lease cell phone minutes or they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll sell clothes or they'll, you know, sell crop, you know, sell okay. food or, or whatever. So it's one of those Got things it. where it, it allows a person to use their mind plus capital. Okay. To create value. And they, they did it. It wasn't a handout. When it's a handout, you're basically redistributing the productivity of others, right? Mm-hmm. Which which never which never works. And that was kind of the, you know, you have like the philosophical side of things. Sure. Then you have the economic side of things, right? And this mm-hmm. is where it's where it's really really interesting. If you create a universal basic income, mm-hmm. there will be basically inflation and prices that will rise to that um, within a couple, maybe even less than a year, but within a couple of years. So basically, okay. if you look at universal basic income and how they would pull it off unless it was like the donation of Mark Zuckerberg and a bunch of the billionaires that are out there, mm-hmm. right? So if you redistribute, that's one thing, but how else does welfare work? They basically tax, right? They tax other people and take the money that they earned and redistribute it to uh, those that didn't it's, earn It's it. a socialistic way of thinking. Yeah. Which and is the common good for all. Exactly. So yeah. you have that, but you also have another way in which they do it, which is the prominent way right now, which is they essentially uh, create new money, right? So if you look at our our con- uh, our country, yeah, we take in you know trillions of dollars of tax revenue, mm-hmm. but we spend more than we take in. Yeah. Okay. So uh, how do you go about spending more than you take in? They go into entitlements, debt. social programs. Well, they they'll create yeah. like uh, the, yeah that. So basically, that's where a lot of the money goes. Those social programs, those entitlements. Right. I mean, entitlements. We could, you can argue if it's you know welfare or not. Um, maybe you know Medicaid could be an example of that. But Social Security because it's paid in. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, but really, if you look at you know all the different government programs, it's essentially to help you know do a job that the private sector wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. In essence, right? And I think there's, you know, which some- is which is kind of why when I hear about this UBI thing, I think, well, there may be some merit to this. Privatize mm-hmm. it. Yep. Let's get these guys if Facebook and Google it, and Netflix their money. And- donate it. Why not? Yeah. And that's the you idea. Know? Is like if they did it, they would not just write a blank check. Most likely, they would want to see, you know, some increase nope, potentially. These, I, these I don't guys know. are titans for yeah. a reason. They're smart. They're yeah. not, you know, they don't just throw away money. Yeah, but yeah, but if you look at going into the government right now, we spend half a trillion dollars more than we make mm-hmm. and we just create more government bonds to, to pay for it and yep. that's all basically monetized by the federal reserve so it's one of those things where you know you keep doing that it's going to create uh, a price increase mm-hmm. right because if you distribute all that money 
right? Now people now are, are spending it, transact, you know, transacting. There's going to be inflation because the yep. money didn't exist previously. Yep. Now it's going to you know create inflation. So you're going to have to keep giving them higher amounts, higher amounts. It's it just I'm a, one it's of the a few system that's ridiculous. Building, I remember inflation back in the 70s. I was little, but I do remember what it was like yeah. seeing things go ridiculously high uh, with regard to price yeah. and uh, how it just killed people. Yeah, so. the inflation thing is that's a that's a topic for another day because it's one of those. Uh, it's a hidden tax. Most people don't think it's right, a tax. It's right. a hit, it's a hidden tax. Yeah. Right. And it's not a very. Anyway, it's a <laughs> it's an intent it's an intentional it's an intentional system. But typically, if you look at government programs, uh, they're they're essentially uh, financed, right? They're financed, right. and and typically done very inefficiently. So here's my question for you then. So um, I'm obviously against universal. Well, it's UBI, Universal Basic Income. Mm-hmm. I, I just remembered as UBI, but yeah. Universal Basic Income. Uh, I'm all the way against it. I yeah. think it's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's a terrible idea even when it's privatized. I can see the merit in it. I can see yeah. the nobility in it. But I, I, ultimately, I think like all social programs, I think it's not going to work. Yeah. Another thing too um, is- it, So, do, so yeah. are you so are you with me on this or, or are you different? Well, I would I would say there there's an issue. There's a big divide- between social classes. I fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and looking at uh, doing something about it, I think there could be some things that influential people like Mark Zuckerberg could do. Mm-hmm. It's not universal basic income. Okay. So that's one of the- and I'll, So you I'll, think they're, they're, they're sniffing at something, they're onto something, but yeah. this is not it. Another thing too is, okay. is you know, we've, we've had discussions uh, similar to this uh, before. I know that Jason Hartman talks about it all the time. I think we've talked about it together where you look at the future and you make assumptions about the future and what the future needs, future people need, mm-hmm. but you do it based on present day assumptions. Okay. We don't know, you know, if you have automation in trucking, if you have automation in, uh, you know, self-driving cars, if you have, you know, kiosks at Starbucks, yep. you're going to have profitable companies. They're going to have dividends. Who knows what they're going to invest in? Mm-hmm. Who knows what else will exist? Right. right? So yeah, you're going to displace workers, but there may be some other industry that we don't even know about right now that may exist. Where they may find a home. And so if you start to like put things in motion, it's going to totally screw that whole you know, measure progress. I up. am a bright shining example of that mm-hmm. logic. I came out of a world I, never in a million years did I ever think I would be working at a wealth management firm, yeah. like uh, which is a fantastic company. But here I am outside of radio, outside of broadcasting, doing the exact same things that I did when I was in radio and broadcasting, mm-hmm. just in a different way. Yeah, and loving it, loving it every single day. And that's so. where you know the the industries of the future. You can't expect they're just going to be the same as they are today. Right. It's going to be. It's going to be different, and yeah. that's. And I, I would say that's that's life. That's humanity. It's not a perfect. It's not a perfect system. Yeah. But when you when you start to move levers that have tried to be moved before, yeah. <clears throat> you're going to get the same result. Which is a lot of resistance, yeah. a lot of blowback, yeah. a lot of yeah, uh, I, bureaucratic red tape. Yeah. And, so I looked at it and I'm like, okay, what is the best thing that Elon Musk can do? What is the best thing that that Mark Zuckerberg could, could do to uh, to, to the world, right? To yeah. keep doing what they're doing, take their resources, and you know, improve society, improve humanity. I mean, one mm-hmm. of the things that Mark Zuckerberg did that I thought was amazing, uh, he bought a drone company. He's trying to figure out how to take that network of drones and uh, create kind of a wireless internet network. Yeah, in- and they're solar powered, if I'm not mistaken, right? So yeah. they can stay up there. Exactly. I mean, theoretically, they can stay up there indefinitely. Yeah, so it's one of the, like that. When when you have you know the uh, you know billions of people that are in Africa that right now do not have access to the internet. 
mm-hmm. when they have access to information, now you pair information with their mind. They take that information and figure out how to solve problems. But if you don't create the environment yeah. where they're, you know, essentially trying or they're in a sense forced to do that, yeah. you you don't have innovation. Right? So the answer, and I'm I'm with you on this. I think the answer is infrastructure. You have Matt Damon's charitable organization trying to bring cleaner water to remote parts of Africa. Yeah. Things like simple things like that to give them the opportunity to work, yeah. to to grow and thrive on their own without mm-hmm. giving them handouts. Yep. And uh, I'm all for that. I think that's a great idea. I yeah. love the drone thing. Yeah. How a, cool yeah. is that? Yeah, I mean, that's a, really cool. Yeah, and it's a, it's a it's a slippery it's a slippery slope, right? Because when you improve when you improve one thing, mm-hmm. right? You you may remove uh, something else, right? Yeah. Because like let's say you know the Matt Damon thing, you improve like water cleanliness. Well, let's say that there was you know a group of guys that had a little business that they like hiked five miles a day and went and picked up water, mm-hmm. and now they're going to bring the water back so that people can drink. Now they don't have a job. But it's kind of like okay, Make yeah, they don't cops to protect the water supply, that, and that so See? that's the thing. It's kind of like well, we need to give them universal basic income because they don't have jobs anymore because we just created you know. It, it, I think it's a very it's a shortcut, yeah, right. And I understand that you don't want you, nobody wants to to hurt somebody else, right? Yeah. And it's one of those like I don't know, I I struggle with with my three year old, right? Where it's like, it's kind mm. of like I love to see him play. But I remember this one time we were at at the the this thing at the gateway, the Discovery Center, and some kid like pushed him down, mm-hmm. and like I like lost my freaking mind, yeah, right, because I wanted to, I, I had that natural instinct to protect and not have anything ha- bad happen to him. Sure, but at the same very time, very normal, very natural instinct. Yeah, and that's it's one of those things where it's those things have to happen, right? And they have to people have to learn, people have to understand. That's how why to you train get your kid along with one to another. be the most evil person in the room. <laughs> you have to train your kid that way. Evil is survival. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it's, but. Yeah, and that's and that's where like i said in the beginning it's like it's not a it's not a perfect world we're we're imperfect we're humans but that's the yeah i think that's the perfectness of of it all right in a sense where we are here to figure out innovate use our mind and maximize our our experience because that's where i mean and and this this has come from my perspective i could be totally wrong i don't i don't know oh i don't i don't think i would be hard pressed to find somebody and again we'd love your review we would love your feedback or your comments um if you do disagree with with pat or myself i'm let us i mean let us have it let us know but i think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that would go no he's totally wrong give everybody everything kumbaya (laughs) Yeah, it's, That's just it's nuts. Yeah, we've talked about um what's the what's the one what's the one uh kids movie where you have I think it's is it Pixar? Yeah, it's Pixar where they go up into a spaceship and are drinking like milkshakes all 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 day long. What's it called? Um Wally. Wally. Wall, oh, Wally. Yeah, that's Thank what you, happened. Kenny. That's what happened, yeah. and that's obviously <laughs> yeah, that's Kenny because he's the movie. movie yeah, yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's that idea, and if you're not familiar with the film, it's, it's basically just this futuristic thing where everybody like polluted the world, polluted Earth, but they found this spaceship and they're just up, you know, circling the Earth until it's clean again, and they're just drinking milkshakes all day long, floating around on little, you know, like floating. Uh, what are they called? Just. I don't know, but I already, I love this idea. Yeah, I need to go it, watch. It I need to watch it's, Wally. Yeah, it's but it's it's obviously drawn. It's dramatized. It's fiction, yeah, et cetera. Sure. But the idea that I pulled away from that was that you know if people have nothing to do and they're just given everything, they're mm-hmm. not going to thrive. It's going to be the same thing nope. every single every single day of the week. Yeah, and that's not life. Well, and even you know, um, like I said, the right and the left sides of the aisle uh, figured is figuratively speaking they all hate this idea mm-hmm. uh, everybody everybody is saying yeah. this is terrible um for different reasons mm-hmm. but 
universal basic income is pretty much universally hated by everybody other than these guys that are pioneering it. But. And that's that's interesting because I usually like to I like to really investigate the things that are hated. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, it usually I mean, tells me this would be the exception when the right and the left typically both hate something. I'm yeah. usually all for it because that yeah. tells me you might me be onto something yeah, awesome. You might so. be onto something. So that's where yeah. it's like, you know, the idea is like, oh man, it's been tried before. But you know, Zuckerberg is. I don't think he's. Maybe he is, but I don't know if if he's going to go and like push, you know, and lobby Congress to hey, you need to tax people to give universal base. It, it may be it may be one of those things where he creates some sort of an initiative and, and he uses his influence and yep. his uh, his goodwill and and see what happens. And I think sure. that he'll probably fail in a number of regards, but probably learn some stuff and and move on. And, and you never know where those impact, failures are going to take you. Yep. They can take you to a completely different direction that's yep. much better than this. Yep, so. I agree. Cool. All right. Well, hey. That was a cool podcast. A uh, very cool podcast. Enjoy Grand Cayman. Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I hope you guys have fun. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Maybe I'll do a little, little, little blip there. We have a convention next week, and yeah, you know, please do. I, I think our listeners would love it. Cool. So. All right, everyone. Hey, cashflowwealth.com. Make sure you register. It's coming up. Lit it's up. free. And then next week we have uh, Mr. Brainiac, Mr. Brainiac Boyack, Connor Boyack. This man is so smart. Yeah. He will do two things to you. Yeah. A, he'll make your head hurt. B, he'll make you feel stupid. So you want to listen? <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and you'll he he is he is brilliant and he's oh, yeah. really smart. But he's also yeah he's he's very modest, very humble, and and it's it's really cool. But yeah, don't don't try to like go against. Well, if you want to go against him on Facebook, be prepared. You, well, I'm, and you better know your stuff. <laughs> better know your stuff. Bring a lunch and a stick because he's going to keep you busy for a while. Cool. So. All right, everyone. Thanks uh, for listening this week, and we will uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast, the gold standard in all things financial. 